because they might say that somebody I know is attractive. And I don't like that. I don't know any attractive people. Well, you know me. Bingo. Exactly. Oh. All right. So. Let's. Welcome to Atlas Bach, a weekly chronicle concerning the mundane, weird, and maybe even sometimes dramatic happenings of a simple fantasy baseball league. This podcast captures the thoughts and musings of Greg, Joe, Jack, and Tim, four of the ten owners in the league. Download this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get the podcast content you want to listen to with your best friend. You can also connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and email. DM us, or why not send us a note at atlasbach.gmail.com. This is episode 80, entitled Nails. Well, good morning, Bacher Nation. We're so happy to have you here. And I'm looking at three shiny, smiley faces. J-Lo. Uh, feeling good, Louis. <laughs> trading, trading, trading places. Yes, trading places. Yeah, that's ah, right. okay. All right. And then so, there was nice. the porn version, trading faces. Okay, <laughs> ready? Right away, right away. We're not in seventeen seconds. Right. I'm not saying I reference. saw it. I just heard of it. Uh, now I know why you signed into the studio as Clowny McClownface. I yep. get it now. That's Joe. Now. Oh, 1970s comedy. That reminds me of porn. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, exactly. Have you watched any lately? Yeah. Speaking of Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> oh my gosh. GK, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. I'm on quite a streak. Making it. <laughs> three weeks in a row. All right, yeah. Keep the bar low yeah. for this one, yeah. folks. Right. Keep Cal the bar Ripken, low. watch out. I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah. All right. Swag, good morning. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. What's happening, fellas? Hey, you guys know, um, well, you guys know Lenny Dykes, right? Nails. Yeah, heard of him. Yep. I think we've even talked about him a couple times on the podcast. We may have. He was an 86 Met, too, right? He was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck the 86 Mets. Sorry, Tim and Joe. Yeah. <laughs> World champion Lenny Dykstra. Um, also a, a complete train wreck. I don't know if you guys are familiar with yes. Lenny outside of baseball at all, but he's, you know. I've heard of some things. Yeah, there's been pulling a gun on an Uber driver and some drug you know, situation, some financial situation. He's done a little time. Oh, yeah. Didn't he make a bunch of money as a financial guy? He, yep. Only he, to be like, I don't know if he lost <laughs> it or if he was exposed as fraud. Um, It's interesting. It, it, he does, yeah, financially had some some situations. Actually uh, did some stuff with the, the mad money guy uh, at one point. But Kramer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I just wanted to make sure as a reference that, that we knew who Lenny oh, was. Yeah. And Now our listeners do. Did you guys know that Lenny Dykstra and Charlie Sheen hung out were were oh. like to the point what? where <laughs> like knew each other on a, and and hung out on a regular basis? Let let, let me guess that you know like Lenny was probably a fan of Major League and the Ricky Vaughn character and like identified with him, and so that's what like was the basis of their friendship. Like Lenny probably confused Charlie Sheen with the character that he played in those movies. Actually, you're close. Kind of the opposite, it seems. Mm. They did meet in 93, which was just after uh, the movie and during the Phillies run. And, and as I said, Dykstra was definitely the, the leader of that 
whacked out team with Kruk and Dutch Dalton mm. and Wild Thing, Mitch Williams. So Charlie Sheen actually came, uh, it was a game in the uh, in LA with the Dodgers and Sheen actually contacted, sent a note, I guess, to, to Lenny and said, hey, you know, he wanted to hang out. He wanted to meet him. Uh, brought him back to his place. I guess Charlie Sheen said, hey, you want to see me bat? And had this huge, according to Lenny, the nicest batting cage he had ever seen. Wow. And then Charlie went on to to jump into the cage, tell him to turn it up to 90, ask Lenny whether he wanted him to swing right or left-handed, mm. and uh, and jumped in and started ripping to the point where Lenny said he was really? actually impressed. Charlie Sheen actually had a, a, a solid baseball swing. Wow. So yeah, Charlie Sheen thought he was a baseball player and wanted to hang out with Lenny Dykstra. Instead, <laughs> that was the, uh, the start. <laughs> That's so, right. Um, <laughs> I can't believe I, and, and, <laughs> these two guys. I, I still think you're making this up. Their story starts in 93. It, it ends sometime in, in 2014, 2015. And there are a couple of highlights that I wanted to share with you guys. While we watched both of them as train wrecks throughout their lives, they were actually hanging out quite a bit during this time, I mm. guess. You know, my biggest problem with that story is if some strange guy I just met asked me to go back to his place and then wants to know if I want to see his bat, <laughs> that's, I'm, I'm going out the front door. Joe, Joe has transformed from like the most straight-laced guy in the podcast to everything's a bizarre sexual reference. Uh, you clearly a, don't know me very oh, well. God, I you're, don't. You're just, and I, your and your perception me, of me has changed. Me, That's and, what's and, changed. Yeah, and the prospect of knowing you well is becoming less and less appealing. <laughs> trust me. Maybe that's my master plan. Oi. So, you want to so, see my bat, Greg? Oh, no. God, no. So as I said, they met in, in 93. They ended up hanging out that night and, and partying some. And year, uh, years later, not too uh, after Lenny's career uh, had ended and his partying had started, becoming a, a full-time partier at that point, he um, a- woke up in a um, recovery center. Uh, high-end recovery center he wasn't sure how he got there but he woke up there and it was him and a bunch of movie stars one of them was charlie and he's like hey man hey how you doing? <laughs> um i guess lenny freaked out he was gonna leave charlie talked him into staying and and thus lenny you know credits charlie with with saving him at that point so then fast forward to uh i think it was 2014 and uh, they end up hanging out again charlie introduces his uh his fiance. <clears throat> and uh, and they hang out for you know a day or two, and Lenny goes home. A couple of days later, the fiance calls him, freaking out. And Lenny's like, "Who the fuck is this? You know, I met you with Charlie, so on and so forth." She says, "Charlie has uh, has been locked in for uh, locked himself in a room for nine days smoking crack, and <laughs> and nobody can get to him. Winning." <laughs> <laughs> and so Lenny said, "What what the fuck are you calling me for? I'm fucking Lenny Dykes for like." She said, I've called a bunch of people from his phone, and they all tell me that you're the only person that can get him out. <laughs> so for so they, again, the level of relationship, I'm not sure, but to the point where everyone else knows, oh, you better call Lenny. He's the only guy that's going to be able to help him. Charlie! Charlie, it's nails! Let me in, goddammit! Save him some of that crack! So again, this you know, Lenny is is you know the hero in all of his stories. So of course you go, well, I'll be right there, and you know, hangs up the phone, and he shows up, and and uh, and Lenny comes to the room, and the first <laughs> the first thing he say looks around the room, and the first thing he says to Charlie is, "Man, if you're gonna smoke crack, this is definitely the room to smoke crack in." <laughs> he had Babe Ruth's ring and like a bunch of oh, baseball wow. memorabilia and. Um, all kinds of other stuff in the room. Anyway, that's what you want when you smoke crack. 
baseball memorabilia. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he had a theater. Like strippers and porn stars, you know, <laughs> not baseball memorabilia. Well, I'm going to party hard this weekend. I'm getting on Babe Ruth's jersey and I'm going to smoke some crack. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, I think I Charlie's our perfect target market now that I know that. Like, come on. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, again, obviously, you know, what the fuck are you doing? You're sitting here smoking crack by yourself for nine days. Anyway, Lenny clears him up, throws away the drugs, um, gives him some more drugs, of course, volume now, says go to sleep. And <laughs> he says, I'll check on you. <clears throat> Lenny actually, and uh, um, Charlie actually asked him to stay. So Lenny stays at the house to stop Charlie from getting more drugs. He knows he'll get more drugs otherwise. So now this dude's staying at his house, protecting him, um, getting him a pizza every fucking 12 hours or so. That's about it. Um, anyway, he, uh, he ends up getting you know cleaned up and such. Can I make a comment? Yeah, like, yeah. As I'm envisioning this story, like I'm imagining people all calling those individuals they think that Charlie would respond to, and then those people bringing like a, a close associate. So I'm seeing like Emilio Estevez rolling up there with Molly Ringwald or Judge Nelson. <laughs> I don't know which. <laughs> I'm seeing like Martin Sheen like on a it- fucking. Uh, Jack Daniels field bender, <laughs> you know, being driven up with, um, you know, Francis Ford Coppola, you know, that's the, uh, that's the, uh, the fun vision. The, the reality is that, uh, that Charlie seems like he was enough of a dick that he didn't really stay friends with too many people. You had to be Lenny Dykstra to stay friends with this guy for an extended period of time. So Ooh, sounds, he sounds like a fun guy, actually. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, again, I guess your definition So Lenny stays there. Lenny is literally staying in this dude's house, protecting him from himself. A few days go by and Charlie comes into his room and says, hey, I got to talk to you. And this is, again, according to Dykstra, when Lenny first or uh, when Charlie first uh, admits to to having AIDS and and again tells Lenny to the point where Charlie's talking about wanting to die and so on and so forth. And again, um, you know, Lenny supposedly talked him up, yada, 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 and got him through it. It ended badly. They don't talk anymore. Um, Since then, uh, Lenny has um, accused Charlie of murder. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody in particular? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lenny's assistant, um, supposedly. When Lenny went in to, for, to, uh, to jail, uh, supposedly Charlie, he, he, Lenny had let Charlie know that, that Lenny's assistant was considering doing a, a story on Charlie. Uh, without you know Charlie's approval to watch him to you know keep an eye on him. So uh, then, while Lenny was in jail, Charlie's assistant died of an overdose. Mm. Uh, uh, Lenny gets out, calls Charlie's. What the fuck happened to uh, such and such? And, uh, and Char- according to Lenny, Charlie's response was, "Oh, you mean dead Rick?" <laughs> it's like, yeah, that son of a that son of a Not bitch winning. was gonna, he was going to write that story you said. So uh, losing. So I uh, juiced his stuff. So supposedly, oh. according to Lenny, Charlie gave this guy bad drugs, like, and to the point where he OD'd. So literally, uh, on record, Lenny has accused uh, Charlie of uh, of murder. Well, there's a lot of humor in that story, but there's also a lot of sadness. There is, it is. It's just. A, <laughs> I, I'd yeah, like to request can... <laughs> that uh, Detective Swag do like a uh, a very special episode of Atlas Bocked, where he really digs in and does a Atlas Bocked investigation. The problem is he doesn't <laughs> want to end up like Dead Rick. <laughs> well, yeah i want to hear more about dead I, rick yeah that's i mean that's kind of what i did right i mean that's about as much effort as i'm well, no, I want anything more. guys i want Come i on. want to know if charlie it, it, really did how, kill dead rick yeah, house justice of nails. for dead rick oh. <laughs> the two biggest fucking dumpster fires that i'm aware of actually helped each other burn throughout the years is fucking amazing to me 
You know, the speaking of Charlie Sheen, um, you guys seen Denise Richards lately? No, she's lost it. She's terrible. She's she doesn't she doesn't she's not attractive anymore. Been a little while. Who's Denise Richards? She was in uh, Wild Things. Yes, she was in Starship Troopers, and she was married to Charlie. Super hot when she was younger, but boy, that was the it. Bloom is off that rose, fellas. Yeah, she was. The she was, was off that rose, married, boys. <laughs> if you were married to Charlie Sheen. You might uh, might have had a little harder yeah. life than most as well. Yeah, she's on uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and I watched that show. So. Of course you do. That, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> well, I'd yes. like to be one of those real housewives. <laughs> yes, I'm sure. Jim Richards, actually, is the one I'm targeting. So thank you for that educational did you know section. I thought you were going to tell me that uh, Dykstra can do the Rubik's Cube in like under you no, know, 30 seconds sorry, or something yeah. like that. But, yeah, uh, again, a little more extended this time. But uh, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah I, didn't, I didn't know. There, yeah, there's um, more for uh, by all means if you guys. Uh, uh, I'd like know, to get he, one of them on the show. According to him, there there were also situations involving Mickey Rourke and Robert De Niro. So uh, Lenny Dykstra definitely has his story. Dykstra is, or Charlie, they're just crazy enough. Like those are the types of like crazy people that agree to appear on like podcasts like ours. You know, it, wonder, right? Maybe I'll send it like a, an instant Seriously. message to his Instagram just on a flyer, like, hey. You know, Lenny, we've heard about your assistant, Rick, and we want to help you bring Charlie to justice. Would you like to come on with us and talk about it? Honestly, I'm going to do that. I know you will. It's, yeah. what could, there is no downside to that. No, of course. There's no uh, downside to that. If so, that doesn't work, ask him for financial advice. He'll probably respond. We, yeah, yeah. Well, we, we need your nails. We, we can hear some great crux stories at, at, <laughs> yeah, right? at very minimum. I'm sure. I'm sure. So, dude, Philadelphia, man. What what a weird sports town Philadelphia is. I mean, these are these are Philadelphia heroes right here. I mean, this is uh just off the rails. Uh and you know, at one point I'm sure most Philly fans our age, Dykstra was like their at least one of their favorite players, right? I mean, yeah, during that time, I, he would have yeah. to be. I really liked Lenny Dykstra. I really thought he was, I mean, he was a great player. He, he, was, oh, a, yeah, yeah. he was a great player. He was a very hard, yeah, he, he played yeah, yeah, very yeah. hard. I mean, that's what he was known for, nails, obviously. It came yeah, out later, right. I guess, and, and he's and he proud. he that big chew in. He, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he does yeah. say with pride that he was one of the pioneers of, uh, of the roids, um, which makes sense if, uh, if you followed his yeah. career. He did take a little jump in power there towards the end. Yep. Um, but... Um, yeah, he's yeah, uh, but, and and that team was you know again uh, you guys aren't Philly but it, y- y- you guys know that team you know what I mean it was the bunch of you no, know, I bearded like like beer drinking yeah, yeah cool. idiots yeah, yeah yeah and he was one of the leaders him Dalton and Cruck yeah 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 I love them yeah well I mean speaking of the Phillies dude um, I, I remember early on in the season hmm? uh, you you we had to tell you to kind of pipe it down like we what? were talking about the Phillies too much. What? You were you had the big Here? crush on the Phillies and, and what Harper. A great job, Gabe Kapler was doing. Yeah, and um, yeah, Gabe Kapler. Like this team was coming. It was great. There was no curse. Huh. And now we're seeing the Nats what move through the playoffs without <laughs> without Harper. <laughs> and what? remember, I, I mean, what? and this Who? is in real life and in fantasy. What? Remember, Scott, Scotty, or if you remember, Scotty traded Harper at the beginning of the year. I completely forgot that until I was thinking about the Phillies. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh my gosh. So it's like the Harper curse hits the Phillies as well in real life. It, If you were writing a story and that was your story then yes everything kind of did fall into place this year scott scotty did trade harper and uh, i got him i was favored and i didn't make it and scotty won the nationals 
got rid of Harper and the Phillies got him and they were favored and they didn't make it and the Nationals are still playing. So technically, yes, I guess um, it looks like there may be a curse. Yes. <laughs> Fucking Harper, man. We tried to tell you. We tried to tell you. What the fuck? That guy is just, he's bad, 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 bad. Uh, so trade him. Let's trade him. About him. Trade him to the Mondays and you'll win. Yeah, there you go. I'll take him. Trade him to me. I'll take him. At this point, right? Yeah, at this point, it would either have to be somebody like very vocal about getting him, like Joe, because if he gets him and gets the curse, he deserves it. Or I would just end up figuring out a way to get him back to my brother just to see if, you know, at that point, I would really enjoy that. I I would really enjoy Chris having him. Complete the circle. Jack's team is a democracy. Greg's voting. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying I would enjoy it. Yeah. He would. well, what's his rank like? If like, where did he rank with uh, scoring outfield. this year, or among outfielders, or overall? Yeah. He twenty. He, he closed strong. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, probably pro- <laughs> uh, probably top twenty over. Definitely in top twenty outfielders. He again, not a great season, well, yeah. but but that that's the thing. Um, that's I think that's the root of the curse. Is like he he can like his uh, hype machine or the promise of what he could have been. Uh, leads people to believe that he's better than he is. Well, it's not. You know, no, he he is. He's a good. He's generally good better player. than he looks, actually, or than he's getting credit for right, it this but yeah, year. But right, but he, he's even a good now. I just I disagree. Player. All right, well, I'm just good? saying, as far as fantasy goes, I I even I have him. He's a Philly, and I just said he's probably in the top 15. He was the number seven outfielder in fantasy this year. So again, so he's a good, he's he's good, good his teams lose outfielder. No, no, but he's a good fantasy outfielder. (laughs) Yes. He's not an elite of the game. He's just not. Uh, I mean, he gets paid like he is. He's not. Bellinger, Acuna. Don't take it personally. No, no, I'm just saying Bellinger, Acuna, Yelich, Betts, (laughs) Trout, Harper. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. How much does Bellinger make? You know, how much does uh, Cunha make or or Mookie make? You know, they'll make the same amount. Yeah, I think the problem is, is that Harper uh, does really good for a few weeks at a time and then does poorly for a long time. And that's why. And and in fantasy, the best players are those ones that do well most of the time. Right. Um, Instead of the peaks and valleys. I mean, Upton is probably the most extreme. Justin Upton, where he'll. You know, he's good in April and he's good in September, right? And he sucks for four months. Yep. Harper's just a little, those peaks and valleys are a little closer, but I don't know. I, I, I can't imagine being a, a, a fan of Philadelphia. In fact, I mean, I guess it's not just, <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, think about this. So the Flyers, right? I know we're changing the sport. The Flyers have a, 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 a rage room. Have you guys heard about this? Oh, yeah. Why? Yeah, yeah, the, the rage room. Yeah, well, to, go ahead. Why don't you tell Joe about the rage room it, it, there, Swag? <laughs> Is it near the jail? Are they, is, are they is it near the jail that they had in Veterans Stadium? Are they? Right? What a weird they, town this is! Like the more we get into this, it's like holy crap! I they don't know. Five years. It's it is a scary town. They're, <laughs> they're not doing this everywhere. Um, no, no, dude, no. The uh, the Flyers have What's... have incorporated a a room into the stadium, a rage room. I'm not sure of the specific details on how to get in there or how often someone can. It does seem a little, um, I'm not sure if it's a good idea or a definite lawsuit waiting to happen, but Is supposedly. Is the fans or the players? Yeah, yeah. 
the fans that that have extra oh, it's rage. For the fans? Yeah, yeah, the fans want to get out a little <laughs> extra. Um, they can go to this room. They they seem to put them in in quite a bit of protective gear. I saw what what seemed to be a welder's helmet. I think. Um, and, and maybe catcher's gear or a, uh, uh, maybe a, um, goalie's outfit. Uh, uh, and then they give him a bat and, uh, put him in a room of breakable shit and, uh, mm. with glass and like, like uh, to me, oh my God. the concept, <laughs> the concept of here, here's someone to get out, you know, somewhere you can go get your rage out. So you don't fight somebody in the parking lot is not a horrible idea. However, the no, idea no, of it somebody, Jeez, what happened <laughs> to just beating your wife? <laughs> What happened to controlling? Oh yourself? my god! What happened to controlling yourself? Well, this well, it's Philly. So I mean, it, it, for extra, can you uh, like pay a police dog to attack a friend? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really? What's that? Right? Oh my god! Right. What, what message does that send? Slip like, the guy you know, an extra. We've given up in Philly. We've given up uh, trying to tell our citizens to behave responsibly. <laughs> We're just so we're, try we're, to- we're making it easy. We're, we're trying to direct their rage uh, into We've a lost. money-making venture that will enrich you know, the local tax coffers. You know? God damn! Yeah, oh, it's classic. Gosh. Okay, boys, let's uh, let's get some Ooh. coffee, coke, whatever you're doing, and um, oh, coke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Charlie Sheen story, really. Some people are pretty charged Winning. up today. Woo! So, yes, yes. All right, talk to you in a minute, boys. Welcome back, bots. We get a lot of positive feedback on the listener feedback, so people really seem to enjoy that. And we did get a, we got a. Wait, 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 Tim. Are you saying we get feedback on the feedback? Yes, we get feedback on the feedback. Yeah, Yeah. hang with us, buddy. Take another sip of coffee. It's not too difficult. We get feedback on. I didn't enjoy the podcast, but that feedback that they gave you was top notch. Sorry, (laughs) you should be sorry. That was uh, all right. So, but here's the deal. So we got a note from Iron Mike. Iron Mikey uh, sent us a note. Uh, so this is our go. this is our first interaction All with right. someone in the fantasy league and now interacting with the podcast uh through the magic of Gmail. It only took three years to get one of our hey. most <laughs> closest friends. To <laughs> That's right. 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 That's it's right. A slow build. And it's I want credit for it. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Gotta, yeah. I'm beating Joe. The turtle moved. Iron Mikey says I do not believe that Joe can solve the Rubik's Cube in less than two minutes. Just saying. (laughs) I myself have gotten four colors before on several occasions, but never solved it, ever. (laughs) Prove it to me and the rest of Bacher Nation, (laughs) J-Lo. We can't fucking go back in time to when I was in high school, to when I knew the formula. I couldn't do it today. Uh, can you invest a little time and effort? I'll, I'll, I'll have Amazon drop off a Rubik's Cube for you. How about next week's episode? Yeah. While we're podcasting live, yeah. you see if you can solve it within the time frame that we record the podcast. Uh, might consider doing that. And that'd be fun, right? Joe's into it, Jack. Uh, absolutely. Don't be jealous because you can't busy solve I it. I can't no, either. No, I can't. Yeah, too I, dumb, I, but Joe. Right. Yeah. Well, there is that. So Joe is admitting then that he can't do it in what was oh, I can, less I than two do minutes. It today, okay. At but one I'm sure point. I could, I'm sure that that formula is online somewhere, and you can go look it up. You know what? I th- I think I'd like to review last week's tape, Mikey. Thank you for bringing this up. 
I think we're we'll see bit Greg's by bit attacking uncovering, me again. Uh, uncovering the nefarious nature of Joe. Mikey, please go back and listen to the episode again. And, and did Joe say, I used to be able to do the, the Rubik's Cube in under two minutes? Or did he say, <laughs> well, I can do the Rubik's Cube in under two minutes? I think what I, I said was I could do it back then. Oh, well, let's find out. In about a minute and a half is Mikey, what I said. Mikey, go to the tape, my friend. Thank you. <laughs> you're on to something, Mikey. Something, That's right. Something important. That's right. Good job. One of the two. Don't, more don't more importantly, he's he's actually listening, right? Like, yeah, he, like <laughs> he, that that might be one of the first times someone's actually referenced something we've said in the podcast, proving that they actually listen. So that's good too, right? <laughs> I think there's been a few others. Let's, I mean, Tito definitely. Has, oh yeah, yeah, uh, that's right, Tito. Few, yeah, Tito. Sorry, Tito. Love you. Yeah, man. And there's been there's a number of people. So um, true. You know, Justin Pseudo Scout, future yeah. owner. Uh, has actually said some stuff. I know we've had uh, we've had several people. Where is uh, that guy? Reference. We're gonna have Justin on to find out if he knows anything at all about anything other than baseball. You know, now that the baseball season's over, I would be curious Let's do like, it. If, if he has such limited and specific knowledge that you ask him any other random facts, and he's like. I don't know. Let's do it. Let's put I, a quiz I, together. Like they do, yeah. wait, you know, how they grab people on the beach unknowingly and ask them like who the president is or whatever. Let's yeah. put a list together of, of questions that, that you should know. Questions. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but. Have that, you seen The Godfather? You know? <laughs> beaches are you going to, Jack? What's it? Like on videos, you know, they grab people and, and just randomly. Somebody comes up to me on the beach that I don't know and starts <laughs> grabbing at me and asking me questions. Stop attacking me! <laughs> <laughs> No, sir. I'm checking for your here. beach. I'm checking for your beach tag. Get away from me! <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> Just, I Joe, will defend myself. Joe's been known to fuck up a Girl Scout or two in this day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if they don't have thin mints, that's on them. Get those cookies away! Sorry. That poor old lady. I, I had to make a visual there. That poor old lady no, ringing, ringing the bell outside of Walmart during the holidays. How many times she's had to deal with Joe? <laughs> Stop ringing your bell at me, lady. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's where we Natural started. Right? We went from Rubik's Cube to accosting people who volunteer for the Salvation Army. Like I don't I, like that. That is a that's a perfect example of five minutes on this there podcast. Go. There you go. Explain. I think it's interesting that the the violence that Greg projects on other people on this podcast. <laughs> Me? <laughs> no, I I'm just see Joe. He's attacking the lady with the Salvation Army kettle. <laughs> Jack said that. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> you get credit for everything. It's awesome. God damn. Well, you guys are blurry. I'm sitting too close to the screen. I can't tell who's who. Oh, jeez. I'm the handsome one. There's three shiny foreheads and a <laughs> Nike hat. This 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 is from the guy who imagined Greg murdering him yeah, with exactly. a car. Like, <laughs> just I, I don't know about uh, projecting mm-hmm. violence. Jesus what that means? Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just All right, uh, point taken. Okay. Yeah, I apologize, Greg, but not really. I apologize too. Is that a Joe? threat? No, no, it's a fact. <laughs> Joe, everything's a threat to Joe. <laughs> Uh, that'll be two dollars and thirty cents full. Is that a threat? Are you threatening me? Are you, he reached out at me. I thought he was going to strike me, uh, sir. He was reaching out for the toll. He was handing you a straw, sir. You're no, I, I did go through a toll booth here one time, and I swear to God, it was Billy Bob Thornton. That'd be twenty-five cents. <laughs> uh-huh. 
What did you say? Are you threatening me? <laughs> no, See, I just Joe, gave him the quarter and drove did, did off. Did you say, are you trying to cast me in the Sling Blade 2 without telling me? <laughs> Greg, you mentioned H.R. Uh, Courtney, and uh, I know that she gave us some feedback. So uh, I don't know if you wanted to share some of that feedback with Bacher Nation. Her or her lawyer? No, she did. You say, do I need to leave the room? Uh, no, Clowney, you're good. But the... No, uh, no. <laughs> the, yeah, but I, I, I know that uh, she, she kind of gets you a little riled up. Uh, and, well, she did. Uh, HR Courtney and I go way back. We work together, uh, and she is indeed an HR professional. And as a professional, I often found her insights and advice questionable. Let's just say that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, as a friend, she's a super cool chick. You know, Although now that I say that, I realize that I've just done again what she chastised me for doing an episode. So she's, she's a faithful super fan. She's a super fan. She is. And that's, yep, and that's great. And so I love her from that perspective. And she's a very cool woman. Yes, because uh, HR Courtney wrote into the show saying, you know what, guys, or no, you know what, Greg, uh, loving this season, you know, you guys are doing a great job. But, you know, what's with the calling every girl a girl and, 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 and you know, they're, they're women, Greg, the women. And so you know, I'm going to I'm going to get it specifically here because it was so incensing to me. There's the exchange. Uh, here's what she wrote in. Uh, seven minutes into the non-baseball version, and I don't know what is ahead of me, but I'm in. That's great. And I was like, okay. It was definitely a working draft of what's to come. Next week's will be spot on. I appreciate the support. And she wrote back very lovingly, I appreciate the entertainment. But then it happened. She dropped the bomb. The other shoe fell. She wrote, but can you please stop calling the people you date girls? Your daughter's a girl. Hopefully these are women. Oh. And I wrote, Get over yourself, Lace Curtain. That's what I always call her. Because she's Irish and I always call her Lace. She's a Lace Curtain Irish. If I don't know if you guys know what, what that what means. What does that mean? No idea. Oh, God. Well, all the Irish listeners will know. But Lace Curtain Irish, are the, you know, they, they're the Irish people who had a little bit of money. And so they, they thought that you know, their shit didn't stink. Mm. They thought they were better than the rest of us working class Irish. Because they had lace curtains. Oh, look at my lace curtain. Uh, okay, all right. Mix gotcha. seven. Oh, my lace curtains. You know. <laughs> And I wrote, I call my friends boys and guys and women, gals and girls. And then I wrote, Dame Judy Dench and Kamala Harris are women. And that's how I stay youthful. <laughs> it was really disappointing because I, I, you know, she is a woman who I think understands me. So for her to have that unwarranted attack against my character. Mm. Yeah, Courtney, I'm speaking to you directly. It hurts. <laughs> Is that funny, Jeff? <laughs> the face you made when you said it hurts. <laughs> that, that, wow. The face that of pain. Was, uh, yeah, is, I, I, if only Courtney could have seen that. I, I'm projecting violence onto Joe, but yet he. I just revealed that I've been wounded by a friend. <laughs> and Jack's, Joe's breaking up. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. But and I'm, and listen, I'm on the attack here. There are consequences to uh, running afoul of GK. Uh-oh. And now that was a threat. Well, no, no. <laughs> Joe, who are you? Are you trying to make, make good with K.T.R. Courtney? I she doesn't he like you. You're a monster. <laughs> no, she's, she's already going to hate over. me for when I said, bitch can't hang, get rid of her. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Yeah. When, anyway. I'm not talking about not, Courtney, not talking about, about the other one. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, Joe's lawyer just got a call. <laughs> so I maintain, a list in my, I maintain a list in my head of uh, the girls that I know, and especially the ones I'm friends with on Facebook, 
who I'd, you know, I kind of rank them as the ones who I haven't, but I would like to, you know, get with. And so mm. I'm, I'm lowering her on that ranking based on upon her poor attitude. <laughs> that, that's your threat that you. No, no, it's not a threat, Tim. It's a fact. Oh, it's yeah, a fact. So that's, that's you've, you've actually knocked her down a couple of. She's pushed out of my top 10. That's She's probably sure. breathing a lot easier now. Yeah. She was solidly in the five to seven range, but now she's pushed out, out of the top 10. You guys do that, right? You rank the, the women on your friends' Facebooks and your Facebooks about you know how, for lack of a better term, bangable they are? Of course. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right, Tim? I mean, no. Admit it. Oh, no. Tim, you're a man, for no, God's sakes. You're married, either. but you're a human, for God, Christ's sake. Don't well, you guys, so Joe, Joe, I'm sorry, you, don't under, you won't understand. That's that. right, because oh. I'm not on Facebook. Or so it seems, and I'm going to get to that. This is a Jack Swag type of investigation, guys. It turned well, into went, it went from a harmless amusement that I like to do all the time to a, kind of an expose that I'm about to lay on you boys. Mm. But um, an expose, okay. Uh, for those of you on Facebook, you get friend suggestions, right? Yeah, I'm so on. So, okay, I'm not, uh, okay, don't start qualifying. Don't start backpedaling, Gelman. Uh, you know when I get a friend request. Uh, like I, all these suggestions, not requests. And suggestions. generally, right? Generally, it's people you don't want to communicate with because you it, or w- I don't would know. have. Well, no, yeah, I have one but friend you, in common. I have oh, right, right. Okay. Yeah. Usually there's more than common. that. Right. And I'm like, well, there's yeah. a reason I'm friends with everyone else in that group except that person. So I'm good. Well, I can tell you, I, you know, one of the things that I do, um, even if I've never heard the person's name in my life, but I have a friend in common, if they're an attractive woman, I consider friending them, and I look at them, their picture, and I start to kind of uh, assess the attractiveness or lack thereof of their friend list. Don't you guys do that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That. that I've done, yes, of course. absolutely. So, I, you know, I knew you guys would be a little reluctant to talk about this, so I, had, I took the liberty of uh, going through both Tim and Jack's Facebook, and I've identified <laughs> the ones that I think are their hottest friends. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> And this is exactly why I'm not on Facebook. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> shit like you'll get this. yours, Joe. Joe, Joe, you got something coming to you, too, buddy boy. Uh, <laughs> trust me. All right. You know, anyway. So uh, uh, here's my general. I, I'm going to get specific. I'd like to here plead the Tim on this one. I'm going to get specific here in a second, but I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm just being honest, listeners. I'm going to do a little report here. Some, some takeaways uh, looking at both of your friends' lists exhaustively, like I did all day Saturday. Um, sorry guys no I mean no offense to, no 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 offense to Tim yeah I knew that was Jack's friend list is much more attractive than Tim's much more <laughs> and, and that's that's not an insult Tim because we have a lot of friends in common you know uh, <laughs> you know but, but your Jack's friends are much more attractive than yours Tim it, I, 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 I set out to find three to five really attractive women on each of your friends list I didn't even gather fucking A's in, with Jack's list and I'd found Many hot chicks. Tim, I had to go all the way through Z, and some of my selections were <laughs> admittedly questionable. You know? <laughs> the other thing I found out by going through Tim's friend list is that there is a, there is a friend uh, of Tim's and Tammy's on Facebook named Joseph Machado. Oh. Yeah, that's Joe's dad. What did did you think of his attractiveness so I can let him know? I I didn't look. I I don't look at guys' (laughs) pictures. I just like Joseph Machado. Joe's hiding from us. Joe's dad has more technical knowledge than Joe does? I guess. Well, and then the other thing that I thought I found was 
that Scotty, I, I have a pending friend request for Scotty that must date back years. He's never acknowledged <laughs> me in the friend <laughs> sick fuck. Well, after two weeks ago, he probably never will now. Yeah, fine now. Man, you are like, so, you're like a desperate insurance salesman. You're like so fucking down there now that you're like, you're like trolling other people's Facebooks just trying to figure yeah. out like, oh he my actually, gosh. It's, it's one of his questions when he orders an Uber now. Are you right? Like, I, I mean, this is this is kind of sad. I, 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 no, no, I can't wait for listener feedback because I know there's going to be a groundswell of support for me. Really? Because I, yeah, really, because I know Please, that other right? people do this when they're getting a friend suggestion uh, and they see, well, they know somebody I know, and it's an attractive gal that they take a look. It's I, I'm freeing people from the bondage of shame. Well, I it's should be, yeah. Okay. I should be applauded. Yeah. So wait. Yeah, you should be applauded for trolling our pictures and trying <laughs> to find the most attractive lady. Like, okay. Like that, I mean, again, I know we set the bar low for you, but that's really fucking low. <laughs> I would have given five bucks to be sitting there in the room, invisible, when Greg found what he thought was my name on your friend list, thinking, oh, "I've so got him. He's been lying to us <laughs> yeah. all this time. I've well, got I, the bastard." Uh, well, I couldn't wait to tell Jack too because. Yep. Your dad is friends with Tim and Tammy. I was like, what the fuck? Yep, Joe's yep. friends with Tim and Tammy, but claims to not even have a Facebook to right. Jack and I? Yep. His second and third best friend? <laughs> he came across your dad's picture and immediately jumped up, pulled his pants up, and went to go make a phone call. <laughs> well, you, can tell, <laughs> you can tell my dad or ignore my friend request. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll, we'll come back. Uh, there's, uh, I need to, I need to make a correction and a revision. Mm. Uh, correction. I need. Let's come back. I need to make a correction. Tim's off, off his game. He's flummoxed. I am flummoxed. That is this correct. Segment is flummoxing. <laughs> I know. We just burned it, fifty minutes. Uh, so football games coming up. Let's get a move Jack on here, boys. It. Yeah. Sorry, Courtney. I'm going to the tattoo shop again today, guys. Are you getting another tattoo? I'm finishing my sleeve on this arm. What are you, What are you going to finish it with? Like a, a pictures from your Facebook friends, waves, you know, black waves, and then like a samurai face. There, he's gonna get all of That's our cool. names misspelled on his elbow, <laughs> right? Right, okay, let's come back. I've got to make a correction, and I think uh, Greg wants to share about uh, share with Bakker Nation um, an, an unpleasant experience he had at a Chick fil A restaurant recently. So, we'll, <laughs> we'll be right back. There goes that sponsorship, the important name, the important news. Welcome back, Bakker Nation. And I want to lead off by just setting the record straight. Sometimes we say some things in this podcast aren't necessarily true, or might I, I might have some facts that are a little Sometimes. warped. And I did get <laughs> an, a, uh, a, a kind of a stern talking to from Swag mm. about my uh, misuse of John and Jay Gruden, kind of blending them together oh. and talking about his relationship with the Grudens. And no, so remind me again, Jack. So you know Jay, but I keep saying John, or is it vice versa? I keep saying John. He knows Jay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Jay was not, an arena football league coach, right? Not that this is the week that you really brag about knowing Jay, but yes, this um, I know Jay um, from yes from his days with the arena football with the Predators and the uh, the Storm. 
you know both, but your relationship is primarily with Jay. I've done shots of whiskey and 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 thrown darts with Jay Gruden. He yes. he of the you know uh, ripping joints and hitting on young ladies right that, like <laughs> recently right and and from what I understand, you know him well enough and know others well enough that you had a bit of a text exchange with uh, talking about. Uh, Jay's recent the recent events, right? Hey, so yeah. I, I don't know if you're comfortable enough to share this with Bakker Nation, but I think this is I think this is really important stuff. So it, <laughs> I appreciate you guys not putting me on the spot at all this week, Greg Tim. Um, so um, <laughs> we do it for the fans. You know, we do it for the fans. Give us your truth, buddy. That's all. Yeah. It so again, I, yeah, I'm not not good friends with Jay either. I I know him again from from the arena football days. In fact, edit. <clears throat> Before he, you know, Jay started with Cincinnati, if you remember, and and he was actually coaching the Tuskers, the UFL. Okay, team. we don't have to know where he was born and fucking like. Come CD. on, get to it, dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, you know him. Yep. Next. So, um, so he used to come by the office when <laughs> this was the part of the story you wanted me to tell, Dick. Um, so he used to <laughs> when he was with the Tuskers, he used to come by tell the, the story, office. Jack, just don't do it that way. Yeah. <laughs> on, a, on a weekly basis, on Fridays, he would come by the office joking how the check had cashed again this week. Oh, check cashed again this week. I got a job. Um, and he would do that at, you know, pretty much on a weekly basis. And then one day he came by and, and the check didn't cash and, and the UFL had <laughs> shut down. So he got hired as the offense coordinator for Cincinnati. Before he left for Cincinnati, uh, we, I was actually, as I mentioned, playing darts with him and, and, uh, and drinking with him and realized but, um, so he used to make that joke again about the checks. Well, the other day when they interviewed him, that, that stuff came out on Facebook, I guess, where he had those pictures of him mm. supposedly with a joint and, uh, and hanging out at a younger people's party. And then the- <laughs> <Younger people's> party. <laughs> it was a skating party. It was, it was a Build-A-Bear workshop. <laughs> <laughs> the next day, the, the Redskins just got destroyed uh, by uh, the Patriots. And the post-game interview, it was the same Jay that used to come by the office and joke. They said, so, uh, you know, what, what's, your, uh, what's your plan for the rest of the... He said, I don't know. I guess I'm going to get up in the morning and see if the key works and go from there was his answer. <laughs> I read that. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the key didn't work. They called him in at 5 a.m. on Monday and uh, and fired him. Damn, 5 a.m. So anyway, my buddy uh, buddy of mine that that worked with us with the the predators and such just had te- was texting him back and forth and basically sent me a, a screenshot of him saying, "Well, at least you'll have more time now to find some parties and some young girls." And Jay's response was, "Ha ha." <laughs> That was it. That was his. No, it was no just, denial, uh-huh. no con- confirmation. Just ha ha. That was the uh, that was the exchange. So, <laughs> mm. uh, so yeah. Good luck, Jay. Uh, I'm sure he'll land on his feet somewhere. Can Can I ask a quite a serious question, Jack? Yeah. yeah. About Jay and John Gruden, like uh-huh. um, it stands out as noticeable to me that John doesn't seem to give his brother jobs. Like you know the Ryan's. I think of Rex Ryan and Rob uh-huh. Ryan. You know, Rob had his own jobs, but if he needed it, if he got fired, mm-hmm. then Rex would hire him. Like, so if I, if my math is correct, Jay was a coach in the Arena Football League when John must have been coach of the Bucks or the Raiders, right? Um, it was y- yes, or the ex. Like I said, the UFL he coached for a couple of years after the Arena yeah. League. But when when Jay was with the Bucks, he did he did or when John was with the Bucks, he did bring Jay on. Jay was with him then. Okay, good. And and, so and really that was the only yeah. that was the only real opportunity that that John has had. John, other than that, 
Jay has been a coach longer since then than John has. John just so. Okay. Um, so it's possible. We we talked about whether or not he'll end up in Oakland helping him out for now. Um, we'll see. Oh, yeah, he's a good offensive mind. Yeah, he, he, d- yeah, he, d- d- and he never got a friggin' chance. I mean, that was a fucking disaster in Washington from the get-go, and it's never become anything but. He's a short guy, right? John. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He's a great head of hair, though. Wouldn't if you I, say, Jack? If I was forced to. Yes, yeah, I, I mean, I'm forced to. It's a, he's a nice head of hair. Greg, yeah. was he in your top five? Is he attractive? Well, if we were ranking hair mm. in sports, I'd have to think about it. I don't think he's top five, probably. Like NFL coaches, maybe top five. Maybe. Maybe. You know, yeah, maybe absolutely. There. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Well, certainly Actually, not on the coaching ability. So. Uh, well, he's won a Super Bowl. I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, with Dungy's team. We could argue I mean, that. He, yeah, he doesn't have the track record for success as the Chiefs coaches, but uh, you know, uh, pretty good. He's won a Super Bowl, but he had everything in place for him, I would say. He's no Hank Stram, I'll give you that. He's so, no Hank Stram, guys. He didn't guys. know the tuck rule. He's no Hank Stram. Didn't matriculate down the field. The old fumble rooski, everybody. That led the Chiefs, the Chiefs to the 1943 championship with Hank Stram. 65 toss power trap. It's the old Statue of Liberty. <laughs> Three yards and a cloud of dust. Jesus Christ. Stevie Van Buren calls the old Statue of Liberty. <laughs> the fans gasp. Can we can we talk a little NFL right now? Uh, Joe, what what's up with the Kansas City Chiefs losing at home? Like is is it is it uh, the lack of receivers? Is it Mahomes' ankle? Is it the lack of offensive line? Like, are you nervous at all? Is it a curse? Oh, absolutely I, is it, not. Yeah, is it? <laughs> yeah, it's a curse. It's <laughs> it's the curse of playing poorly with too many injuries and and making a lot of mistakes. Joe's rationalization is air fucking tight, people. <laughs> it's it's kind of hard to win when you turn it's the not ball taking over on and water. you have a hundred and what thirty five yards of penalties. Air tight. So is this is this just basically classic Andy Reid, right? Where mm. where basically September he's he's the fucking yep. Justin Upton of football, except right. he has no good end season. He just has the fucking good beginning. Is that <laughs> is it that? Is it his that they figure out his twenty five plays and then he's he's mm. done? Not being able to stop the run was just well. The brutal. offensive line, the defensive line, the receivers—they've got quite a few injuries. Their their list is about fifteen people long this week. <laughs> it's not not good. They hired some new boys, and we'll see what they can do. So boys, HR Courtney, did you hear that? Right. You're referring to those men <laughs> yeah. as boys. Hey boys, so get out they, on the field. We need you. We got some injuries here, boys. boys. Bring uh, back they, Edwards. <laughs> Edwards, where is he? Sign him up. <laughs> He's having his intestines sewed back in. He hasn't had any yet. He lives in Dubuque. Call him. <laughs> He's on the farm. Pepperidge farm. Tim, is Gronk coming back? Possibly. I think he is. Yeah. That would make sense. I mean, his, whole, his whole thing was he hated preparing and then... He's like an old pitcher who comes back on June first. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's ex- he's he's one of those talents that I think can do it. Yeah. Uh, but his, I mean, his back is pretty pretty. It was pretty messed up, and his family was really concerned about his health. Um. And, well, I no doubt, but it sounded like he just needed like a, a a legitimate break and rest where there was no pressure to hurry up and get back on the field. Right. So he could wait to get back if he chooses to when he actually feels well. Yeah. Well, you yeah. know, if he it, does, I mean, it's going to be because he wants to. He doesn't need the money. 
Yeah, he's actually he's one of these guys that uh, did really well and managed his money really well. And you guys see Richard Sherman the other night with um, yeah, with Baker Mayfield. With Baker. That yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, what happened? What, what are you talking he, about? You see it, Greg? Yeah, they. The, the, you know the the pregame coin toss. I guess I, I honestly I watched the video and I didn't really. I mean I'm not an NFL player, obviously. I didn't perceive anything amiss. No. But Sherman took him to task for not shake for Baker Mayfield not shaking hands with the other captains for the for the Niners. And it was like you know uh, this that's you know, college bullshit. You know I know what people want to get hyped up, but he's that's you know bush league. He's a punk kind of deal. But they Which ended I up show, is, showing it, and and he did actually shake hands with him, right? Like, like. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, yeah. They end up showing the video later on, and he's like, again, I, I, you know, it wasn't like you know the full on, you know, bro, you know, pull you in, hand over the shoulder yeah. type hug or anything, but you know, he reached out. I mean, I don't know. It's just it's it, it seems like the game is is again, you know, starting to become more about each of them individually than it is their team or the game itself or well, Richard Sherman Sherman's kind of always been that way. And well, Dick Sherman's a hypocrite, you know, <laughs> I mean, you know, he, he, he screamed and pouted and went crazy on that female reporter, not on her, but talking about Michael uh, Crabtree. And it's, you know, he was, I mean, Rick, Dick Sherman was talking about, like decorum and like, you know, NFL etiquette. Like he used the words. I mean, he's from Stanford. He's a smart guy, obviously. Is there anything he, like he, an unwritten rule? He, he was. Yeah, that's right. He almost I think he might have used the phrase. It's an unwritten rule. It's NFL etiquette that you shake hands. But meanwhile, where's his sense of fucking, you know, what page of Miss Manners did he read? You know, berate a female sideline reporter about the inferiority of your competitor, you know? Where's the <laughs> etiquette in that? I mean, isn't that called poor sport, Dick? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like his game. He's he's a good player. He's yeah. declining, obviously, badly. But, um, <laughs> you know, w w I mean, he's just bitter. I mean, I believe me, I'm genetically predisposed not to like the Cleveland Browns, obviously. And, and, I, and, I, and I really didn't like Baker Mayfield in college. I, I do find him to be a punk. But you know what? You know it, it's a it's a competitive sport for Christ's sake. And if you're going to start pouting about a player not giving you a hearty enough handshake at midfield, yeah. you know, I, I like. Can you imagine like you know the guys from the '50s NFL right. getting bent out of shape about right. that? You know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I um, um, Doug Plank. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Doug. He was a, a Chicago Bear. He's actually part of Buddy Ryan's '46 defense, like the invention of the '46. This guy, he, he jokes that he used to keep smelling salts on himself so that when he knocked himself out from, uh, he played safety and, and just from flying through the air and so on and so forth. So yeah, those guys, uh, I don't think they gave a shit uh, about whether or not they get a firm handshake from their fucking yeah. opponent before each game. Well, I remember, remember the old NFL films. Remember that guy, I think he played for the Colts, Art Donovan. He was like this crusty old guy, and he was always talking about like, oh, yeah, well, we'd get him down in the pile. We'd give him the business, you know? Yeah. Like, and they were like, what does that mean, Art? They were like, oh, we'd stick our thumb in his eye. And, you know. Yeah. <laughs> the game's gotten soft, right, Joe? It, absolutely. Yes, yes or no? All right, good. <laughs> Put a dress on him. Dick Sherman. Dick Sherman, we invite you to come on and refute our allegations. I'll be... I'll be uh, directly tweeting you our ask comments. ronnie lott what he thinks of richard sherman so we've we've invited uh let's see we invited this just this episode we've invited dick sherman 
We've yep. invited H.R. Courtney, right, to yep. defend herself. Nails. Uh, Charlie Sheen. We've invited Lenny Dykstra. Nails. We've in, yep. in, uh, yeah, we've invited, uh, well, did we invite Charlie Sheen or not? No, no, invited. I guess. Oh, okay, yeah. invited Charlie Sheen. But, so. but Nails will have the Francis better stories. Francis Ford Coppola, if you want to, Francis, <laughs> Francis Ford Coppola wants to come on us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, so. But no John Gruden, please. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, John, uh, John uh, and or Jay, uh, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, yeah. Gruden. But, yeah, uh, either of you, by all means. So it looks like. talking to John Gruden right now. Let's well, so we your lawyer doesn't let you be on the interview anyway, so it doesn't no, matter. So we, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, I guess so. I guess I'll see the the same four faces next week then, guys. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boys. This time uh, li- next week. Yeah, we'll yes. be back. Uh, Let's synchronize li- our watches, <laughs> <laughs> listeners. Don't don't forget to email uh, us at atlasbalked at gmail dot com with your opinions on uh, on Greg's uh, earlier segment, whether that was uh, go appropriate that right or now. or not. And yes, Joe, you can do it too. Tune in next week, listeners, for more shenanigans and monkey shines. <laughs> <laughs> Guys and dames, come on out. Listen to this show. <laughs> yeah, you broads, you can listen too. Oh, that's, that's for sad. you, Courtney. Yeah. It's great while you're doing <laughs> dishes and vacuuming the floor. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Woo. All right, guys. We'll, we'll talk to you later. Later. Great Take job. care, Bye-bye. fellas. I don't want to come off sounding like a male whore. Like I, like I'm, you know, like we got to stick around week, for more than a week every, to be a, every other weekend. I'm like, you know, with some other, you know, and then I'm, and then I'm unkind and disparage them on the air. You know, that's kind <laughs> yeah. of the thing that I'm worried about. Yeah, won't actually, so nice. it's funny you brought that up as I mentioned. Oh shit, like that I didn't said. record. I, I, you want to say it that says again? Recording. Greg? Well, I mean, I'm yeah. kind of worried about. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> so. So it's funny that you that, mentioned that's that. That's not going to make it in there. <laughs> and it ended up me bloodied and walking the streets of New Orleans. <laughs> yeah. I'm not laughing at your pain, but that yeah. is definitely a funny image. It is, yeah. Believe me, I know. Or I just, you know, become Joe and do the podcast for the next 12 years while my significant other doesn't know where I go Sunday mornings <laughs> from 10 <laughs> Well, Jack goes and plays squash every Sunday. (laughs) I don't know why he takes his laptop, but... uh... (laughs) Which one of these 30 people is supposed to be preparing my nuggets? (laughs) Pay attention to me! And then inevitably, I almost said... (laughs) Inevitably. Inevitably. Getting to him. (laughs) Inevitably. Jack, are you done getting the fucking mail? You ready to do this? You should. Oh, you you missed it, Greg. That you were not on the show one time, but <laughs> here we were. Joe and I are ready to go. Jack gets up and goes, and you, can you see his kitchen from there? Like the see how the, the left, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So he goes and starts fucking washing dishes. And we're like, <laughs> we're like, come on, that is milk and cereal away. <laughs> right, exactly. I think that he was making coffee. Happened. You too. know, what? I'm going to open up all my canned goods for the week and prep them and have them ready. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're just, 
Hurricane season started. There's no storms yet, but just to make yeah. sure. My can opener's on his I last legs. I better get these things set up. <laughs> All right.